your new book, Favor, How Stroke, Struggle, and Surgery Helped Me Find My Life's Purpose, is available now through Amazon. Can you just give us a, uh, a synopsis of the events that led up to the release of the book? Yeah. So actually, this is part one of a series uh, that I'm going to make. So this is the first part. And I had uh, a stroke. I had three brain surgeries. I dealt with a lot of mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, suicidal ideations, and opioid addiction, uh, stemming from some of the stays in the hospital, stemming from my environment and things I dealt with growing up. So the book really encompasses the first part, more about the physical recovery, and the next part is going to focus on more of the mental and emotional recovery. But there was a little bit in here that I feel like the message for the book is simple. It's hope. It, it, it really encompasses the theme that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Right now, times are dark and uncertain, but the sun will rise no matter what's going on. And I like to say to people when I talk to them that the darkest night often comes before the brightest morning, but your morning is coming. So that's what this message is about. It's about me finding my morning sun. One thing that when I first saw your story, I immediately, in the title of the book, Stroke, Struggle, and Surgery, I immediately thought that you had a stroke first. But then as I started reading more about your story, it wasn't the stroke that caused all of this. You were actually diagnosed with something else before that, correct? Yeah. And so actually it's interesting because a lot of people think the stroke and then everything else happened afterwards to recover from that. Well, it's actually, I had a brain surgery first in August of 2014, August 15th. And it was discovered after an sort of a serendipitous moment where I was with my mentor working in an office and I had slowly over that summer of 2014 started to lose my balance, lose ability to speak. And these are symptoms that would normally lead to a stroke. And in that moment, his wife came downstairs and said, you need to go to the doctor. At this time, because I was 20, I didn't care about my health. I still had a pediatrician. Um, so I went to see him and he did some neurological tests. And one of the things he did, he asked me to do was hold your hands out in front of you. And when I did that, my right arm started to drift. And he was like, immediately, you need to go to the hospital. Fast forward six hours later, they said, you have a lesion on your brain. And in my attitude at the time, I was like, okay, fix it. And then they sent me to another hospital and they did an MRI, one of the most interesting experiences I read in my life, my first MRI. But after the MRI, they said they came out, I came out, they told me, hey, you have a cavernous malformation. And again, I was like, okay, fix it. And then they were like, no, we're actually going to send you home to monitor. And then, uh, you know, things are worse, come back. And within a couple of days, things got worse. My balance is off, vision was blurry. So it went, I came back to the hospital and operated. And then I returned to school a week one week later, after brain surgery, which was a egregious mistake, <laughs> looking back on things, and then a month into school, that's when I had the stroke. Wow! And and so, before all of this, you were a high school and collegiate athlete. You were active. You were a scholar at the University of Maryland College Park. President of your fraternity. Uh, pretty safe to say you were you were active. Your body was used to a very active 20-year-old lifestyle, right? Yeah, and what I learned 
I want to say last year, is that the mass had probably always been there since birth. And because mm-hmm. of the stress or whatever environment I was operating in and operating at that high frequency all the time, I just created the perfect condition for the mass to burst. So, yes, I think that keep going, push forward. That's actually on the back book cover that, you know, that mentality of always moving forward no matter what, ignoring injuries to, to be more successful, be more ambitious. Actually, it was a double-sided sword, which led to me having to slow down. And even after the surgeries, I continued to move forward and try to move fast. And that did more damage than help. So, you know, moving forward, I continued to have the mentality. But it was the stroke was the most one of the most humbling experiences I've ever had in my life. Because like you said, I was an athlete. I was active. I was ambitious. I was striving to be better all the time. And it just... When it first happened, it's like losing half of your body. And as a man who prided himself on being athletic, being active, that was really detrimental to my confidence, to my mental state, to my emotional state, to my spiritual balance. It really just threw me off kilter for a long time. What was the process that you went through um, when you finally started that realization that you had to slow down to allow everything else to to catch up for you to to find that balance it is interesting because i didn't even after the three surgeries there were pockets of realization i would have for example after the stroke towards the end of my recovery and rehab we went out to an uh, event we have an outing so you can see how you operate in society and i was in line one of his tasks is handling money so one of the guys in my group was on the front of the line working with the cashier, and there was another lady, and it was me. And as he was having a little bit of difficulty exchanging currency, I heard the ledger just let out a huge, like, ah, like she was being inconvenienced, like she was tired of getting frustrated that he was taking so long. And one of the realizations I had from that was, like, was I that person? Did I view people that had impairments or difficulties the same way that I see them as the other or the, the inconvenience in my life. And there were little pockets of realization that way. When I had developed an opioid addiction after the second surgery, um, there is a, so in the second surgery, I had gotten introduced to fentanyl and purchased it. And those are pretty, oh, fentanyl is like heroin on steroids. Mm. And when I got out of the hospital, I was taking fear set. It was a, a different thing for headaches and stuff, but I would become like a fiend. Like I needed it every hour on the hour, things like that. So when I got back to school, the physical pain wasn't there, but the there was like an emotional hole. And I found prescription for Percocet in my drawer looking for a pen. And I continued to, I filled it and abused it. And, you know, th- there was a time when I come to the end of it and I just, flushed all the pills and all the cough syrup and things I would take in cold turkey. So that was one of the realizations that I could do that. A lot of people don't have it in them to cut things cold turkey. So I'm thankful that for that development. But it realistically, I didn't realize I needed to or accept the fact that I need to slow down until about 2019 towards the end. And that part isn't covered in the book. That'll be in the next book. But, it, you know, you know, Jay, it wasn't until August 22nd of this year, which was about two weeks ago, 
that I can actually sit down and look at myself and say, hey, I feel whole. And it's not about the physical recovery. It's about everything else that weighs so much on you. The mental, the emotional, the spiritual recovery had finally reached the point where I can accept everything that happened to me because it wasn't about me. I went through all of these things and had these challenges to benefit the lives of others by sharing my story and my testimony. If you want to connect with Kawan on social media, just search for Kawan Glover or Favor, the book, and you can find the book on Amazon in Kindle or paperback format. Thanks for listening to Pelham Place. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please rate and review the show wherever you choose to listen. Thanks again for listening and be safe.